0: My dear brothers and sisters, I bring you grace and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and newborn Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I know the football game ended a while ago, but I want to begin by telling a story that kind of involves football. Uh, This is something that happened uh, a few years ago uh, when my oldest boys were 10 and 12, Um, And I took them to see a movie that some of you may be familiar with called The Blind Side. Does anyone remember that movie, The Blind Side? Uh, The story I'm about to tell actually isn't related to the plot of that movie uh, so much as it's related to something that happened to me towards the end of it. But just for those of you who are not familiar with that movie, it's the story of a gentleman named Michael Ower. Uh, he's a talented football player, an offensive lineman who uh, grew up in kind of a, in rough circumstances, an unstable home life. He bounced between foster uh, homes and being homeless when he was growing up, but uh, as a result of his own talent, his initiative, his uh, intellect, Uh, And importantly, thanks to a family who ended up adopting him and gave him some stability in his life, he went on to have an amazing collegiate career in football and ultimately was drafted in the first round of the 2009 NFL draft. That's his story. And this, uh, the blind side again, was the retelling of his true story. I think of that moment, though, when I was there in the theater with my two uh, boys, uh, because as the movie came to an end, I found myself uh, getting a little choked up. And initially, and again, you have to imagine, here I am sitting with uh, my two boys, and they notice something is, is not quite right, and they turn to me initially, and they say, hey, Dad, are you okay? And I totally lied and just said, oh, yeah, I just have a little cold, you know. <laughs> Before long though it was very clear that it was not a cold because the tears were streaming down my face and I'm sort of weeping openly as this movie is coming to an end and as only a 10 and 12 year old boy can do they look at me they're just utterly disgusted by <laughs> <clears throat> and they say are you crying But I had a snappy comeback to him. I said, be quiet. (laughs) Leave me alone. I think of that story because, in seriousness, in the last few weeks, a number of people from this faith community have shared with me that there have been moments in our worship life together when they have been uh, choked up, when they've been brought to tears. Maybe it's a prayer, uh, maybe it's coming up to receive communion, maybe it's lighting a candle at our Monday night service where we offer the opportunity to do that, to say uh, prayer uh, for someone they love. Most frequently, I will tell you though, it's because of some music that's being sung, uh, which is another testament of the power of music. And so the fact that all these people kept coming up talking about how they were getting choked up made me think of all the moments in my life, and there are many, when I have also gotten choked up, and some of them you have seen up here, like when my oldest son went off to college and I started crying. Um, And I I was sort of going through a catalog of them, and I got to this moment with the blind side, and I thought, you know, there are a couple of lessons, I think, related um, to our worship tonight, when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, uh, that are connected to what happened to me that day. Um, so I want to share those. Um, they're both connected to the very particular moment, and I remember it very clearly, uh, when during that movie I started to, to lose it. And again, as I said, it was toward the end of the movie, it was sort of as the credits were starting to roll, which I'll get to in a second. But while the credits were rolling, uh, what happened is they started showing pictures of the actual people that this movie was about, right? Now, I went into the movie, I knew it was a true story, but of course the story was being acted out by, not surprisingly, actors. And so I'd been drawn into this story by these actors, and it's a beautiful, um, touching story, it's a powerful story. But when the, the pictures showed up of not the actors, but the real people, Michael Oher and his uh, adopted parents and his brother and sister who were an important part of the story, it made the story, as I realized or was reminded, I guess, of its being true, it made the story all the more powerful and all the more touching and all the more wonderful. Now we are here tonight, of course, to be reminded of a story that is very familiar to us. We know all of the characters very well. The shepherd in the field, uh, or shepherds, I guess there was more than one, right? The angel, um, the star in the night sky that guides the wise men, the couple who are so young and so scared, and of course the little infant Jesus. We know the story, The challenge for us as Christians uh, is to be reminded of the truth of the story in the same way that I was reminded of the truth of the story about Michael Oer when those pictures showed up. Um, And I'm not talking, by the way, about the fact that Jesus, a, a little baby named Jesus, was born 2,000 years ago. The whole world concedes that point. I'm talking about the deeper truth of what we come here to celebrate That in some mysterious, um, miraculous, unbelievable way, the birth of this little baby is not just the birth of a boy, but rather is the entering into space and time of the God who made space and time. Uh, That the birth of Jesus is, in fact, Emmanuel, God with us. That the birth of Jesus is the Word made flesh. The birth of Jesus is in some weird, mysterious, unimaginable, miraculous way, the author of all creation, the author of our stories, writing himself into our story. I don't believe for a minute that any of us can get our heads around that, even with a lifetime of study. So it's less a question of comprehending, I think, that truth with our heads, And more a question of apprehending, I would say, that truth with our hearts. Or maybe even said better, it's allowing God to open our hearts and our minds and our eyes and our ears to see and hear and trust that truth. Just as all those people who came to me with the tears in their eyes were experiencing those kind of moments. And when those moments occur, I think all we can do is stand in awe and in wonder often accompanied by tears, right? So that's the first thing I'm reminded of about that event at the blind side. The other thing, um, I mentioned that I started choking up when the credits were rolling, so a word about those credits. You know, movies put credits up on the screen so that we, the audience, can honor and recognize and give thanks and give credit to all of the people who were involved in the movie, in the production of the movie only a small percentage of whom, of course, are in front of the camera. Most of the people involved in the production of a movie are behind the camera, right? The director, the screenwriter, the cinematographer, the lighting director, the electrician, the gaffer, the sound guy, the engineers, and on and on and on. None of those people are the stars of the movie, but without those people, the star of the movie cannot shine brightly. And I would like to suggest that there's an analogous kind of thing for us who are Christians. We know who the star of this show is, right? Jesus. And I've already mentioned, we come here tonight to celebrate this mystery, this miracle of the Word made flesh, of Emmanuel, God with us. And that's a huge mystery for us to try to plumb the depths of But almost as amazing is the mystery that this God who comes among us comes as someone who is completely helpless. First of all, as a little baby, and then ultimately, as he hangs on the cross, again, helpless, dying for us. Which means that this Jesus, despite the fact that he is God, comes to us and says, I need your help. We come here tonight to celebrate his birth. I believe Jesus is present tonight to remind us of the fact that he needs us. And so Jesus says to us tonight, Yes, of course I came to bring light to a world that is filled with darkness. And yes, of course I came to bring hope to a world that is filled with despair. And yes, I came to bring healing to a world that is broken. And yes, I came to bring peace to a world that is filled with conflict. And I'm still trying to accomplish all of those things, but I can't do it without your help. You all, in a very real way, are my cast and crew, Jesus says to us. You know, at the end of time, when all of us are finished with this grand adventure that we call life, this wonderful experience we get to participate in. One way to think about it, I think, is that, um, to think about it as a movie. And as the final reel is going through, I can imagine Jesus sitting there in the theater watching it and watching as the credits roll. And as they do, I promise you, I promise you that your names will be among those credits. And I can imagine Jesus there, this time with a tear running down his cheek, as he sees your names and thinks to himself, boy, did they play their parts well. Which means, of course, that the next time you go to a movie and find yourself getting choked up, and your children make fun of you about it, you can come back with something a little more powerful than be quiet. You can say, yes, I am crying, and I am in very, very good company. Merry Christmas. Amen.